You're listening to the PCAST presented by CDE Light Band. Each week we take you around Austin P, the Athletics Department, and occasionally the OVC, thanks to our good friends at CDE. CDE Light Band offers electricity, internet, video, and voice services with blazing fast speed and superior performance with the additional convenience of 24-7 local support and bundling all your utilities into a single bill. Thank you to our friends at CDE, and thanks to you, the listener, who make us worth sponsoring. I am Casey Krieger. He is Alex Allard. Welcome to the nation's top-ranked Austin P podcast. A podcast that uh, did not update this part of the script from last week, but hey, we're back and we're busy here at Austin Peace, so you know, can't waste time doing that. Yes, sir. Alex, how are you now? Good, and you? Not so bad. A lot of stuff going on. Apparently, Quite a few I things. I to update the first line of the script. Um, football team. Yeah. Going to start preseason spring practice. Just around the corner, isn't it? Next week. Okay. For the very first time under Scotty Walden. He's coached two seasons, not Just. one. Not two, two, but he has or, never had spring practice. That's something. It's that's, kind of insane. Yeah, a little bit. A little bit insane. Spring practice next week. There's something up about that on Let's Goopy.com if you want to go read more. 15 practices, three scrimmages, including a spring game on April 9th. That game will be played at Fort Campbell High School's, mm-hmm. I believe it is, Frayer Stadium? I think so. It, and it's a pretty nice stadium, too, especially for nice high school. turf field they yep. got there, yeah. That game will be played there. It is open to anyone on base or – if you have the ability to get yourself onto base by legal means, obviously, mm-hmm. uh, I would not try the other way. No, no, it, that, that's not a winning. Uh, that's thing a bad that. strategy for bad. you. But you can also come. Yeah. There's two more scrimmages. Uh, they will be played off campus due to renovations being done at Fortera Stadium this spring. Um, the dates, and well, the dates are the dates are. I don't know. I think the dates are set, but the locations of those scrimmages will be announced later. And those will also be open to the public. But, you know, the regular practices at Fortera Stadium and on campus will be closed due to the renovations and such. So you can't come watch. But you can watch the scrimmages. Yeah. If you can get on base or to the other places, which we don't know where they are yet. Yeah, I guess I guess we'll find out. I, we'll but. find out. You'll find out. <laughs> we all are going to find out because I don't know. Uh, not just not telling you. But NCAA basketball postseason has begun. It has begun for the Govs and the LVC and everybody else. We're going to talk about the Govs a little bit in a minute. So let's talk about the rest of the of the, of the basketball going on. I think Chattanooga's got the play of the postseason so far. Oh, easily. With, that that um, half-court buzzer beater or whatever it was. David oh, I, John Baptiste or ba- John, ba- John David <laughs> Baptiste. I think it's John sure. David Baptiste. Okay. Quite good. No, that, that might be the play of March, honestly. It's early. That's a big call. It's a big it call is. to just win the SoCon title. Yeah, no For, joke. Does Chattanooga get at large without it, though? Probably not. No, I, I highly doubt it. I mean, so it's a big shot. Big shot to beat Furman. Uh, I don't really care for either team, so I don't have no dog in the fight, so I don't yeah. care. Cool shot. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of just fun to watch basketball sometimes. The neutral it's court storm was fun, too. Don't get a lot of those. Chattanooga fans were on oh, the court. yeah. You don't get a lot of the neutral court storms, and I enjoyed that. Anything else about college basketball happening? Um... 
I mean, all the all the postseason tournaments. I mean, SEC tournament down in Tampa. Excited for that one. Yep. Tennessee never wins the SEC tournament. They are literally they, never have. Not are, are they going to do it this year, though? Oh, I mean, it's the SEC tournament. Absolutely not. No <laughs> chance. I don't know what happens. They can never win this thing. Hopefully they do. Hopefully that's a little reverse psychology. Sure. But more importantly, we have an update on Colby Wilson's <laughs> Providence Friars. We sure do. So, like, I mean, at, like as we're about to start this. Mere moments ago. Just, just about two minutes ago. It is 1.33 on Thursday, March 10th. Yes. Providence has beaten Butler 65-61 to 61 in a very Providence-esque game in the, was it the first round of the Big uh, East? first round or like the quarterfinals yeah. if it was around before them or whatever. Yeah. Providence's first game of the tournament. But yeah, they beat um, Butler 65-61. What does eight. that move the Friars' record to? That moves the Friars' record to 25-4. and four. Should someone be alerting the children? You tell all of the children. The children need to be told of... Of 25-4 and four Providence. 25-4 and four Providence. That's... Right. Let's transition. Let's. To a little college baseball. Uh, seven baseball games have been played since we last recorded a podcast. Um, Quite busy. The Gov started literally hours after this podcast was posted last mm-hmm. week by beating Bellarmine 14-3. to 14-13. to 13, 13. Excuse me. I can't read now. Um, happens to the best of us. 14-13. to 13. It's a football score out there at Raymond C. Hemp Park. Yep. Um, been a little bit of tough sledding ever since. A loss to North Alabama. The Govs then got swept by Kent State in a three-game weekend series and lost double midweek games to Lipscomb. They lost Tuesday at home and Wednesday up in Nashville. Alex, what's going on with the baseball team? You're at every game. I'm at most of the games, but you know you're there all the time. I mean, I think the biggest thing is, you know, they're falling behind early and just the bats get cold and they just they can't heat up. I mean, hard, like hard to dig out of a hole. It really is. And I mean, especially for this team, because, I mean, this is a team that if you can get ahead, you know, you can rely on, you know, your pitching or, you know, even like adequate batting to finish you off. But they're not very good, at least right now, at get, getting themselves can't, can't out of the hole. It's hard to erase seven run big leads. Yeah. I don't know if seven's a number they've been down, but it's hard I mean, to erase big leads. I mean, we've erased like a 10 and an 8 deficit this year. But, I mean, outside of that, I don't know if we've come back from a game that we've trailed. You don't want to be doing that. No. I mean, that's – you're not going to do that very often. College baseball is hot in the streets right now with no Major League Baseball. Yeah. It, I mean, they are just up there. Did you see the Texas State-Texas game last night? No, I didn't. There was the most aggressive horns down you've ever seen in your life. So <laughs> they played a double midweek, Texas mm-hmm. State and Texas. And Texas State won the second one last night. And the guy that closed it turned towards the Texas dugout and gave, I mean, the hardest <laughs> horns down you've ever seen in your life. It was awesome. I need Texas State because Texas is the number one team in the country. Right. They're going to host a regional this year. Mm-hmm. I need – Texas State in the Austin Regional more than I need air. Oh, absolutely. Uh, there, there might be a fight. There might be a brawl, and I need Texas State to win it, and I just need 35 <laughs> dudes coming out of the dugout, horns down right at Texas baseball. It would be awesome. And it would knock Texas baseball out of the postseason, which is always cool. Yeah. Back to Austin P Sports now that I've had my moment there. Uh, men's basketball, their season came to an end in the OVC tournament with a 51-78 to loss in the quarterfinals to Tennessee Tech. It was a tough game. I was there. Never really got into it. Never really in it. Never really made a big run to come back. Kind of just hung there behind the Eagles the whole time. And, I mean, it was just its just not – just. it was a bad day to have a bad day. Yeah, I mean, and, you know, we talked about it on the last podcast, but, you know, Tennessee Tech, that's a team that's going to play very aggressive, um, a team that you don't want to trail by, you know, 10-15 to because they can – I mean, they can put a game away. They and did. I mean, it, they it, sure it's did. It's exactly what they did, so – like I said, not 
Not not a lot of good, but not a, just a bad day to have a bad day. Not yeah. not that teams, not how they not how they sh- wanted to go out, but you know mm-hmm. they'll have a chance to come back next season and turn things around in the A Sun with Coach Coach James's second season. Look forward to it. On the other hand, the women's team won their first OVC tournament game in a decade and five days when they beat Tennessee State sixty-seven to fifty-three in the quarterfinals. Literally had not won a tournament game since 2012. Wow. Snapped an eighth-game losing streak in the OVC tournament and when they beat Tennessee State. Deshar uh, Booker had a double-double in that game. That's Sorry, yep. I feel like there's had been so much happened. I've already forgotten what happened. Um, Shai had a double-double. She had like 10 – she got 10 rebounds. I think she had like 14 points yeah. or something. Um, Shaylee Kirby was in double figures, I feel like. Maybe that was the second game. Uh, I know Carly and Yamaya both scored in double figures, and the Govs took care of Tennessee State. Won the turnover battle against the Lady Tigers, I believe, which is a big thing Not to do. Not an easy thing them. to do, yeah. Yeah, no, that team that team turns the ball over, and if you beat them that way, it's hard to lose to them because that's kind of their whole offense and defense there, turning the ball over. But then, for the third straight season, the Lady season at the OVC tournament ended with a – 51 to 63 lost to Belmont. I'm so tired of playing Belmont in the postseason. Why did it have to be them again? You know, and this goes to another thing that you said the other week. Th- I think this shows that the three seed is better than the four seed, especially when Belmont was right there. But yeah, sorry, buddy. Three times. Yeah. Uh, and it's kind of always the same thing. We get down. We were down 10 in the first quarter. We got, we, we came back. We erased a 10-point lead. We got back in the game. We got close. And then Belmont makes a run. Um, may or may not have had some extra help on their sides on a couple calls that I thought may have been a little questionable. We are not here to call out people, though. That mm-hmm. is not our job. No, sir. And uh, it was a tough game. I think the Govs are the second-best team in the OVC Women's Basketball League, though. I completely die on that hill. Oh, right there with you. I'll break that one down for you right now. Tennessee Tech, who played Belmont in the championship, absolutely. They they scored twenty nine points in the OVC championship. They had three points in the fourth quarter. Three. Um. Yeah. Three. You. They got ran over, dunked on in the championship game, and now they're going to the NIT. They why? I mean, they're the two seed and they finished second in the league. I mean, not the second best team in the OVC. We should have beat Tennessee Tech there. Yeah. We beat them here. Mm-hmm. We're better than Tennessee Tech. Yes. We didn't lose the two games to Martin. That's another point. And we're not even going to talk about the three-seed Murray State because Gosh. we beat them here. Yep. There's only a couple reasons they beat us there. And you know how many times they beat Belmont this year? How many? That would be a big old zero. Sounds about right. Therefore, the second-best women's basketball team in the OVC is the Austin Peay Governors. And if you would like to argue that, come on down, and I will beat you with words on the PCAST. And then if it has to go farther, <laughs> we, can dro- we, can, we can drop the bits and take this thing outside. That's enough of that. You good now? I no. feel, feel a little bit. I mean, no, a little bit. I don't. Okay. Um, tennis. Alex, this, is, this one's all you. I got it. Um, so, yeah, um, talking about the women's tennis team. They picked up their first win last Saturday against Western Kentucky. It was a 4-3 to three win. Um, came down to the very last match. Um, I want to say it was Alex uh, Topolovic that won it. Um, picked up, you know, Govs move up to 1-5, uh, and five, and then they head down to Pensacola, Florida. They're going to play, it was, was it West Florida? 
what's her mascot? The Argonauts. Ar- Argonauts. Argonauts. Um, the women just absolutely sweep West Florida. I mean, I, I know, like, when a lot of people think of West Florida, yeah, like it's, a, it's, a, it's in a sweep and an absolute sweep. Yes. Okay. I'll, I'll get to that in a second. Um, so, you know, West Florida, D2 team, but, I mean, they're one of the best D2 teams in the country over since, like, 19 – I mean, they've made 26 straight conference tournaments. Is that good? That, that's quite good. Um, but, yeah, so the Govs pick up. They, they, they sweep doubles, so you get that first point. And then I guess where the absolute sweep comes in hand – is it was you pick up um, straight set victories in all your singles matches, come away with a big win, and uh, they won every set. They won every single set. What about in doubles? Yes. Oh, so that's like that. that that's your absolute sweep. That is the, we're creating tennis terms here on the PCAST today. <laughs> we sure are. So absolute sweep against West Florida, um, and then I mean you know coming off two wins after a rocky start to the season, you know got the momentum behind you. Uh, that's what you take. Cover trip for the men. Definitely uh, that. That was a tough loss to take. Um, men fall 5-0 to West Florida. Um, just w- that's one of those matches that you, ju- you just want to put it behind you now. So Nothing you can do but get on to the next one. Yep. Men's golf team, they got their spring season started. Or they get it started last. Nope. This is, no, this is their first tournament yep. in spring. This is their first tournament in spring. I'm, I'm going crazy. Um, 17th place finish at the Sea Palms Invitational, hosted by Western Carolina and St. Simons Island, Georgia. Chase Cordy led the guys with a plus six, 219 finish. He finished tied for 13th in the field. Uh, come to expect nothing less from that guy. He's going to be in the top 15 mm-hmm. week in and week out. They're going to get back in action next week, try and get that thing sorted out and get them another top 10. They had a, they had a good fall, you know, got mm-hmm. to build on that. Yeah. Women's, on the other hand, <laughs> they almost brought home another title week one. Yeah, just start off. They played at the Oyster Shuck match play hosted by the Citadel at Charleston Municipal Golf Course in Charleston, South Carolina. Gov start it's match play, so we're not playing a tournament. You were playing three rounds against three different teams. It's literally a, it's like the basketball tournament. It's a tournament. Match one, the Govs blew out Presbyterian four and a half to five or to point five to a half. Four and a half to a half. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that sounds right. Erica Scott, Shelby Darnell, Kaylee Campbell, and Taylor Deadman all winning. Taylor Deadman won six and five, which for those of you that do not play golf. She was up six holes with five to play. Therefore, we just didn't play the last five because there's no reason to. That's a pretty big win, right? Yeah, no, it's a pretty big <laughs> win. She almost got a dog licensing, which we have talked about on the show before when Colby Wilson was still here. That is a seven and six win, which was the uh, price it cost to buy a dog license back in England in the old time. So if you won seven and six in match play, it was called a dog licensing. And Taylor Deadman almost dog licensed the poor girl. Jeez. So almost, almost got the dog license. Uh, the semifinal match against Sanford after that win was a little closer. The Govs dropped the first two matches before Darnell, Campbell, and Deadman. All three made comebacks, and they all three won their match on the 18th hole they played. Down to the wire. Down to the wire. Deadman, four down at one point. Won five of her last Jeez. seven holes before hitting the match clinching putt for the Governors. On I don't know if it was the 18th because they shotgun started it. So whatever, it was her 18th hole of the day. Mm-hmm. Match clinching putt. They all three made par on the last hole to win their match and send the Governors to the championship. Sadly, Tuesday morning, they fell to Western Carolina 3-2. It was close. Deadman and Campbell both won again, though. Those two finished the tournament 3-0. and um, It's not bad. Not bad in a little no, match I mean, to go 3-0. and You'll take that to start the season. And because of her effort, her comeback on, on the first day and her near-dog licensing on also on the first day and winning it again on the third day, Taylor Deadman was named the OVC Golfer of the Week for the second time in her career. So, uh, shout out to her. Just, uh, she missed a lot of the fall. So, she comes back out and is just 
just dominant to start the spring. That's what you really like to see. Good, good, good job. We're gonna teach you about <laughs> golf one of these. Days. Yeah, one one of these days. I'd I'm gonna just make you come to golf tournaments next year. I have been reading your Nathan talk a little bit, but yeah. yeah we gotta teach you about golf. Okay. Beach volleyball. The Sandy guys open their season. A little tough. A little tough yeah. competition down there in Boca Raton, Florida. A couple of good teams. There's a couple schools down in Florida that know the beach volleyball thing pretty well, is what I've, what I've gathered. The guys started the season with a 4-1 to loss to Palm Beach Atlantic. And then they dropped three straight matches with a, by a 5-0 margin. They fell to number 12-ranked Florida Atlantic. They lost to UNC Wilmington, and then they lost to Florida Gulf Coast, who's receiving vote, votes in the American Volleyball Coaches Beach Volleyball Poll. So, you don't want to start the season 0-4. Mm. However... That is the toughest competition the girls will face this season. And, I mean, you're facing teams that are, you know, playing in the sand all year round. They, they have beaches I mean, all year. Exactly. I mean, you, you, can, you can play beach volleyball in the cold, as we're going to do this weekend. Yeah. But let me tell you, no one, no one is out here in Clarksville in December saying, let's beach volleyball it up. Mm-hmm. So, you know, but, you know, maybe down in Boca Raton, they have a little longer season. So, eh, whatever. Whatever. Back in action this week. They're going to turn it around. I'm not worried about it a bit. Softball team. Mm-hmm. Been a bit busy, too. Yeah, just a little bit. They played yeah. the Governor's Classic last week. They did quite they good in the Governor's Classic. Like three teams with the same initials. Yeah, they pretty won. much. So they started two. Friday with a 3-2 win over North Iowa, Northern Iowa, a 4-3 win over Northern Illinois, and then on – that was Friday. On Saturday, they beat Northern Illinois 8-3. to They lost 4-6 to to North, Northern Iowa later that day. And mm-hmm. then their Sunday game against Bellarmine was canceled. Right. Talk about the Governor's Classic, Alex. So – Tell me all about gosh. it. Gosh. I mean – they started off that game, uh, so game number one against Northern Iowa. Um, Northern Iowa led pretty much, I mean, that really the entire game. Um, and we're getting up there. It's, it's the bottom of the seventh inning. You know, Govs are up to the plate, you know, trailing two to nothing. And like me and Sarge, Chris Austin, we're sitting up there in the press box. And like we, we've got runners on first and second. Lexi Osowski, you know, pretty good at the whole softball thing. Uh, She's hitting, like, what, 520 or something? Yeah, it's crazy. But Lexi steps up to the plate, and Sarge is like, you know what? She's a good gapper. Like, like you know, she makes her money hitting those gap shots to, um, you know, center field or whatever. And Lexi There's steps no up. gaps in center field, Alex. I'm sorry. Gap. Sorry. I. Yeah. Power through, please. I got you. Um, <laughs> I will not interrupt again. Um, so, you know, Chris is saying how, you know, she's a good gapper. Um, steps up, first pitch, home run, walks it off for the Govs, 3-2 victory against Northern Iowa. You know where there are gaps? Everywhere over the fence. Yeah. I mean, and she hit that thing. Like, it hit the very top of, like, the scoreboard. She, she, you know what batting average is on home runs? 1,000. 1,000. Pretty good. Yeah, um, no, good. But, yeah, so Lexi hits that. Everybody's going crazy. And, um, yeah, Govs start out 1-0. Um, and then right after that, um, they win 4-3 against Northern Illinois. They led pretty much the entire. Or they they led the entire game. Northern Illinois made it a little bit interesting late. They I want to say they scored one run in the top of the seventh to cut it within one. Um, but now Govs pick up that win. Next game against uh, the Huskies the next day. Um, Kylie Campbell, who I am convinced is, I mean she's a freshman and she's playing like, I mean she's playing awesome. She goes four for four from the plate. She hits a three run homer midway through the game. Not bad. Uh, no, not bad at all. So, um, but yeah, she goes four for four. That's the first Gov since Emily Harkle Road went four for four last April. Um, Osowski also had another home run in the game. Govs went eight to three. Um, and then against Northern Iowa, it, that 
it was one of those games that, you know, the Gubs were always in it. There was never a point that Northern Iowa was leading 6 to nothing or anything like that. But, now they you um, and I gets a revenge on the Gubs. You know, they win 6-4. to four. Gubs finish 3-1 and one in the tournament. It's their best record in their own tournament since they've hosted. I think this is the third or fourth year they've had it. Not bad. So, no, not bad at all. And, um, and like you said, Bellarmine was canceled because of rain the next day. And They had a midweek yeah. against number 18 Tennessee, though. Yeah. Not a bad start. No. Govs kept Tennessee off the scoreboard. They weren't able to score as well for the first two innings. Mm-hmm. And the Lady Vols kind of heated up a little bit. They put up a three spot in the third, a three spot in the fourth, a three spot in the fifth. The three runs in the fifth, of course, induced the run rule. Mm-hmm. And Tennessee, the Lady Vols picked up a 9-1 to win over the Governors at Sherry Parker Lee Stadium in Knoxville. Nothing you can, that's a good team. It's the best team in the state. Yeah, I mean. It's the best team in the state. Um, keeping them scoreless for the first two, keeping it tied, keeping it close. Mm-hmm. Played well. Played tough. Played hard. Uh, nothing you can do, though. It's a good team. It is. Alex, you got anything else? No. Well, uh, we're going to take a break, and we'll be right back with Nia Daly on the ground of the Aussie Women's Basketball Team right after this. They wish and 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 on me. Yeah. I've been moving calm, don't start no trouble with me. Trying to keep it peaceful is a struggle for me. Don't pull up at 6 a.m. to cuddle with me. You know how I like it when you loving on me. I don't wanna die for them to miss me. Yes, I see the things that they wishing on me. Hope I got some brothers that outlive me. They gon' tell the story was different with me. God's plan. God's plan. Joining us on the PCAST all the way from San Juan, Puerto Rico, by way of Montverde Academy in Florida, it's Nina DeLeon, the grown of the Austin Women's Basketball Team. Nina, how are you doing today? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing good. Are you enjoying your spring break? Yes, sir. You having fun with no class? Yeah, I just been laying down, resting, sleeping, um, visiting my cousin, stuff like that. Just you visited your cousin? Yeah, I did. Where's your cousin? She lives in uh, Lebanon. Lebanon, Tennessee. Yeah. So you went down to Lebanon to visit a cousin. You yeah. haven't done anything too much. No yeah. class, no yeah. work. Just, just went to Nashville, the mall, and stuff like that. Went to the mall? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's fun. How class has been this semester? When you know you're actually in them? Yeah, they've been good. I mean, I haven't had like in-person classes, just online. I start my in-person next week, but I've been enjoying that though. All online classes. Are yeah, nice, huh? yeah. Like, yeah, that's good. <laughs> Let's talk about basketball because you're a basketball player. Yeah. So you have played for the Puerto Rican women's team. You played for the U17 team. You played for a couple other teams. Yeah. What's it like representing your country at that level? Um, it feels great. Like just being able to represent your country, just having Puerto Rico on my chest is. It's an opportunity that not everyone can have, so I don't take that for granted. I really enjoy it when I do it. So you've got to play from a couple times, right? What teams have you played on? Um, I played in the U16, U17, and then in the adult team okay. one time. Uh, what's the coolest place that Team Puerto Rico has taken you like to play basketball? Well, I've been to Chile and El Salvador, and... <laughs> They were right, I guess, because they were, like, really different. And then Chile was, like, far. But I'll, I'll shoot Chile because, yeah, I'll shoot Chile. What did you do there? Did you do anything? I mean, besides play basketball, anything cool? No, we really didn't have time to do anything. But it was, like, nice views and stuff and, like, different. But just so, basketball? Yeah. Mm-hmm, just basketball. Is this something you want to keep doing? Like, you're playing for Austin P now. Like, you did it last summer. Is this something you want to do even after your Austin P career? Oh, yeah, definitely. I would love to just experience the world by just playing basketball. So, Last summer, I think it was, you played with another Austin P player on the Puerto Rican team. You played with Ari Gonzalez-Varner. Yeah. What yeah. was it like? Because you guys never got to play together yeah, at yeah. Austin P, yeah. but you got to play together for the Puerto Rican team. Talk about playing with her. Yeah, I've heard about her like in practices here like last year. Like She was really good and stuff, so I couldn't wait to like meet her. And, he, and it, it was actually like pretty cool just being able to 
play with someone that played for your school too. I thought it was like re pretty cool. So you left Puerto Rico and you went to Montverde Academy in Montverde, Florida. Yeah. Uh, how old were you when you went to school there? Um, I was 17. So you went for your like what your senior year? Yeah, senior year. Just your senior year. Yeah. So you weren't away from home that long, I guess. Yeah. But what was it like to move away from home and your family and stuff and play your senior year of high school in, uh, in yeah. Florida? Oh yeah, it was really hard because Florida and Puerto Rico are completely different, and just being in and just like being far from my mom because my dad lives in Flor in Florida, so it wasn't that bad. But at the same time, it was just completely different. Like it was just basketball. I feel like in Puerto Rico, it was like parties, having fun, but in Florida, it was just me being focused on basketball. So you went to Montverde Academy. How did you pick that school? Um, or they, did they pick you? Yeah, I wasn't really looking to go to the States in high school. It was just in college. I had already started my you senior year in Puerto Rico. Right. I had already started my senior year. It was like in October or something that um, so Montverde reached started, out to me. Yeah. basketball had not. No, basketball had not. Just okay. school. And then Mom very reached out to me. I was like, I, 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 yeah, I can't think twice about this opportunity, you know. Did they, like, did they just call you, hey, we want you? Like, what, what happened? There was like, um, so I had played that summer for the Puerto Rican national team in Chile. And I had met this girl, like, girls from Mexico and stuff like that. So we were in contact. And this good, like, she, she's an amazing player. Um, she plays for Mexico, and she had reached me out. Like she, she went to Montverde that year. She was like, "Hey, my coach wants you." She was watching a play, um, a game from you, and that's how it was. Like she gave me, me, gave her my phone number, and she reached out and stuff. So Laura Harper called you. Yeah, Laura so Harper. So your coach, Laura Harper, played on the 2006 Women's National Championship team at Maryland. Yeah. What was it like to play for her and for someone with that kind of experience? Yeah, it was really good because she would talk to us about like situations that she's been in, and like it was really like learning experience and really good. She's the head coach of Coppin State now, too. Yeah. So you were getting D1-level yeah, coaching yeah, yeah. in high school. <laughs> yeah. So, that, I mean, that explains so much, mm -hmm. right? Um, so, Montverde Academy. Let's talk about that place for a second. There's a whole lot, list of NBA players that have yeah, went there. Ben yeah. Simmons, D'Angelo Russell, R.J. Barrett. Pretty good company, huh? Yeah, I actually went to school. Um, um, Kate Cunningham. Um, you went to school Kate Cunningham. Barnes. Yeah, Scotty Barnes. Yeah, they, they were Moses Moody. Yeah, they were in my same senior year. Yeah. All your friends, right? Yeah. yeah. Cunningham. Never just. really talked to him, but I was I was a fan. Uh, another famous Puerto Rican that went to Montverde Academy. I don't know if you're a baseball fan. Yeah, uh, Lindor. Francisco Lindor went yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. He will he will be there. We'll be like lifting weights. He'll just be playing and practicing there. So we will see him. Is all he as happy all the time as he is when he's yeah, playing baseball? Yeah, definitely. Always smiling. He's yeah. got crazy colored hair. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I, I like watching that guy play. Mm -hmm. So now you're at Austin P. Mm -hmm. You played third, all 30 games this year. You're the first governor to record 100 or more assists in a season since 2018. Congratulations. Mm, thank you. Talk about your game kind of. Have you always been a facilitator like that? Yeah, I've always been like a kind of like a passer first, scoring second. I feel like if I'm being honest with you, I feel better when I give a good pass than when I score. It's just satisfying for me, just making a good pass and just looking good out there, making my teammates look good out there. So you've almost already answered my next question. <laughs> Would you rather have 10 assists and 10 rebounds or 20 points? Oh, yeah, 10 assists, 10 rebounds. 10 assists, 10 rebounds. And I look like a big guard if I get them 10 rebounds, so I will do listen, it every time. Listen, I think you are – how tall are you? How tall do you think you are? Because I think we have 5'6 on the website. I would say 5'5". Five, five, yeah, do five. you think you're the best 5'6 rebounder in the OVC? Because <laughs> I think you are. <laughs> I mean, I appreciate that, but I'm trying to be, you know. <laughs> That's there, people, are there people any don't. other 5'6 players with a career-high 8 rebounds? Yeah, I don't think so. <laughs> That's all you. That's all you. All right. We talked about basketball. Let's talk a little bit less about basketball okay. now. I talked to Casey Kidwell. Yep. She said you love to shop. Okay. You already said you went to the mall. On yeah. Spring, where, where, where do you where do you go shop? What's your favorite place to go? Um, I really love like shoe stores. There's some in Clarksville here that I used to be. I used to love buying shoes. I love Forever Twenty One, American Eagle. Just 
stuff like that. What's your favorite pair of shoes you bought? Uh, I have like three pairs of dunks, so I'll, I'll stay with dunks. Okay. Yeah. Um, Casey also said you're very competitive. Yeah. Which you could see on the basketball court. Mm-hmm. She said you're like that off the court sometimes. Yeah. Do you happen to go to Dave and Buster to get very competitive there? <laughs> yeah, I go to Dave and Buster. She's be competing with everyone's play with me. She's be having fun there. <laughs> what's your best game at Dave and, or what's your go to game at Dave and Buster's? Um there's like this conic four, but like we basketball hoops. Okay. So yeah, basically that one. Who do you usually go to Dave and Buster's with and play that with? I've been with kids sometimes, and then a couple of my old teammates from last year will go all the time there. How competitive does that get? Oh, it gets really competitive. Like we lose, and we'll be like, "All right, let's go again." You just probably spend all of your money just playing Dave and Buster's. No, has there ever been a fight about that at uh, Dave and Buster's? <laughs> Have you guys ever been kicked out for fighting at Dave and Buster's? <laughs> probably almost there. <laughs> let's talk about Puerto Rico now. Yeah. When was the last time you got to go home? Um. Christmas for like three days. So you get to go home this Christmas. Yeah. This okay, Christmas. so that's good. Yeah. Uh, so like you go home for the summer though, right? Mm-hmm. When you go home for the summer, what do you do? What's a normal day in Puerto Rico look like? Uh, my first day there, I can tell you like whenever I go this summer, I'm gonna go to the beach. That first day, just lay in the beach, get a tan, eat, and just hang out with my friends there and family. If I'm being honest, just hang out with people on the beach. Yep, hang out with people on the beach, yes. What's your favorite Puerto Rican food? Is there something you miss when you go home? Oh, yeah, all the time. Um, tell me about that, because that's what I want to hear about. Yeah, it's like rice and beans and like a different type of pork that they don't really have here in the States, if that makes sense. It's I called gotcha. arroz con pernil and gandules. That's how you call it. Uh, say that one more time. Arroz con gandules y pernil. That's how you call it. That's like a typical food that you eat for what like Christmas. Pork, explain explain like What makes it different? Does it just taste better? It's just, it's, yeah, it's just different. How I do don't they know. cook it? Uh, that's a good question. I'm not the cooker. I just, I'm the eater. Well, so you're answering my next question already. <laughs> I was going to say, can, can you cook? Do you cook any Puerto Rican food here? I have. I have, but it definitely don't taste the same. Like if I was home, I'd try my best, you know, because sometimes I'd be missing it. But there's actually like a Puerto Rican um, restaurant here in Clarksville. I'd be going there a lot. So you never cook for your roommates, the teammate, or your team? What do they think? Have they ever tried your Puerto Rican food? Um, yeah, like, yeah, I have a teammate who I've tried, and she, she actually liked it. Or maybe she was trying, was trying to make me feel good, you know? Either way. Yeah, <laughs> that works. So the fr- last year, your freshman year, you saw snow for the first time, right? Yeah. What was that like? Oh, that was amazing. We were, like, in the middle of practicing. Um, Coach me knew that I that I had never seen store, um, snow. And he was like acting on man. He was like, Nina, come here in the middle of practice. And he was like, come out here with me. I was like, oh, I'm in trouble. <laughs> then when we went, out, we went out there, he just wanted me to see the snow. And I, I just thought that was amazing. <laughs> All right, so let's talk about you being an international student athlete. A lot of people's families, you know, can just get in a car and drive over to the games. What's it like for you? It's a little more difficult for your family to get to games, being in a different country. Talk about that. Wait, wait, what, what do you mean? Like, you're, you live in Puerto Rico, so yeah. like, your parents can't just, like, hop in a car and drive to a yeah. game like Casey's parents can. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it's something difficult, but the good thing is that I always have their support there, if that makes sense. But it's something different. Like, sometimes when I go to games and I see the stands, I see, like, a lot of parents there, and not seeing mine hurts, but I use it as motivation, if that makes sense. They're back at home watching. Yeah, they're always watching. They will, they're, they're, they will cancel plans just to watch me play on the TV. That's cool. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about school for a second. Yeah. What is your major? Communications. Communication. What do you want to do with your communications I major? I want to be a basketball commentator. You want to be a basketball commentator? Yeah. What did you text me earlier? You said, I'm nervous about doing this, <laughs> but you want to be a basketball commentator. You know, you're still working on my English accent and stuff, you know. You don't need an English accent. <laughs> so you want to be like, you want to be a color commentator on a broadcast, or do you want to be like a sideline reporter? Um, I just want to be like, 
narrating the game as it goes by, if that makes okay, sense. Okay, so you want to be either the play-by-play guy or the color con- or the analyst. Yeah, yeah. I, we, I would like also to like do interviews and stuff like that. I'm interested in that. You want to start working for us? Yeah, I will. Hey, hey, we might put you on the ESPYs or something this year. Oh, we'll see. <laughs> so you're only a sophomore, so I won't ask you about graduation, but we already talked about school. So I have one last question before our rapid-fire questions, and that is, why Austin P? Um, I really just fell in love with the community, the um, I love the team. I love the environment, how coaches treated me, how they wanted me here. And then when I got here, I just loved the team, just fell in love with the team. So, I forgot I had one more question. I thought I'm going to ask you that now before we do the rapid fire. Yeah. You played one year for Coach Midlick, and you've moved into a second season with Coach Young. What yeah. is it like changing coaches? You've done it before because you said you moved from your high school yeah. to a, a new school for your senior year. So you've changed coaches before. Did yeah. that make that transition easier for you? I mean, yeah, it actually, it, it helped, but it wasn't really that, that hard, if that makes sense, because I just had a conversation with Coach Young and just asked her, like, what's my role in the team? What do you want to, like, what want me to do? Like, I'll just do whatever you want me to do so I can be in the court, if that makes sense. And it actually, it was easy, and I liked it, because she just gave me the confidence that I needed to play. Shide said, too, she had never played for a female coach. You obviously have, because you played yeah. for Laura Harper, so yeah. that made your transition a little yeah, easier. Yeah, easier, yeah. All right, cool. Now that we got that out of the way, let's okay. do these rapid-fire questions. Okay. Are you ready? I guess. What's your favorite word or saying? My favorite word? Or saying. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I'll say bro. I say bro all the time. You say bro a lot? Oh, I say bro a lot. What's the last book you read? My communications book for class. What book was it? Do you, oh, know, do you know what it was? International text? Communications. Something how, like that. How was it? Oh, it was amazing. Did it was you read all of it? Really interesting. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> What's your worst habit? Oh, eating a lot. Eating too much? Eating too much, yeah. I think you're the first person to say that. <laughs> Do you think you can walk a mile in less than 10 minutes? No. Slow walker? Yeah, slow walker. Okay. Mm-hmm. I think I can do it. Um, <laughs> what's one rule in any sport that you would like to change or add? Mm. Oh, that's a good question. I think I need to think about that one. Can we come back to that question? Yeah, we can okay. do that. Uh, what app on your phone gets the most use? Snapchat. Snapchat? Yeah. Pretty common answer. Yeah. What's the last gift you gave somebody? Um, a gift card of Bass Pro Shop. A Bass Pro Shop yeah. gift card? Yeah. It's a good place. Yeah, I know. <laughs> do you shop there a lot since you shop? No, no, I've, I've never been there. Never it just, I just had a friend who likes it. So you I should get you it. some camo from Bass Pro Shop. Right? Of course. <laughs> there you go. Uh, all right. So if they were making a movie about you, who would you cast to play yourself? Mm. Oh, that's a good question. I could say Shea Kirby could do that. Shay Kirby's going to play you. Mm-hmm. That's funny because she said that Ella was going to play her. She said Ella? Ella was going to play her. Yeah, I, I could say Shay. I could see her. She, she does a good sh- um, good job doing that. <laughs> she has a good impression of you? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Why did I not know about that? Yeah, I would have asked her she, about it. You should have. Do you do an impression of anybody on the team? Oh, I can about anybody. <laughs> Now's the time to hear those. <laughs> no. Let's hear your best one. Oh, why did I say that? Um, yeah, I could, I could do it like... Ella, Shay, whoever. I can, I can Let's just hear do it. Ella. I want to hear you do Australian. I can say, oi, oi, oi. Uh, good day, mate. <laughs> well, what's your Shaylee Kirby impersonation? Oh, yes. Like? She say, I say she country. She just works in Virginia. She just be saying country stuff. 
She loves you saying yeehaw and stuff like that. So says a lot of yeehaw. Yeah. Can you do Coach Young? Coach Young? Ah, uh, I think about that you, one. <laughs> you're not sure you want to do that one, huh? <laughs> <laughs> oh, what's the most embarrassing song you love? I love Baby from Justin Bieber. I don't think it's embarrassing, but people think it is. It's not embarrassing. It's not, like right? It. Yeah, I love Baby. If you could go to any concert, who would it be? Bad Bunny. Bad Bunny? Yep. What is the one place in the world you want to visit the most? Spain. Spain? Mm-hmm. Have you ever been to Europe? Uh-uh. Nowhere Never been there. Okay, cool. I think I'd like to go over there, too. Mm-hmm. If you could have any three people over for dinner, who would they be? Like artists and stuff? Anybody like, ever. Oh, Bad Bunny. Like the history of ever. Oh, Bad Bunny. Uh, I would say Kobe Bryant, rest in peace. And... Mm. Mm. I could say LeBron James, I guess. LeBron James, Kobe Bryant, and Bad Bunny. Or instead of LeBron James, I could say Shining Tatum. 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 Shane Tatum. Tatum. Instead Tatum. of LeBron James. So instead Shane of LeBron Tatum, Kobe Bryant, and Bad Bunny. Yeah, Bad Bunny. All right. We're <laughs> going to go back to the rule question. Ooh. What rule would you like to change or add in any sport? Um, let's stay with basketball. Let me think about basketball rule that I don't like. I hate how there's no like zero step. I don't know if you heard about this that zero step in basketball. That first step that you take that you take once you receive the ball. Because I feel like in NCAA it's always a travel. Like you yeah. catch the ball, you go instead of like you dribbling before you if step. Your foot hits the ground before you dribble. Yeah, I feel like they should change that rule. I feel like it's stupid. You won't be able to put your foot down before the ball hits the ground. Yeah, it's a good answer. Yeah. All right, last couple questions. Yeah. Who or what inspires you? Um, my family. Your family? Mm-hmm. What advice would you give to your younger self? I would say just never quit. Just um, never take for granted any opportunity. That's good advice. Mm-hmm. The last couple questions. The last one comes from DJ Peavy, mm-hmm. our guest last week. He wants to know, what is your most memorable moment at Austin P? Ooh, I would say when we beat um, Belmont. When you guys beat Belmont. Yeah. Yeah, that was a pretty big one. Yeah, it was a big one. It felt really good. Um, Last question. You get to ask a question for our next guest. What question do you want me to ask next week? Can I? uh, um, What's the thing that you love or like the most about being an athlete in Austin P? What's the thing you like the most about being an Austin P athlete? Yeah. Cool. Good question. Nina, thank you for your time. I know you're busy not doing a lot on spring break. (laughs) Um, I'll let you get back to that, and we'll be right back with the PCAST right after this. Thank you. Bad things. It's a lot of bad things that they wish and wish and wish and wish and they wish and on me. Yeah. Hey, hey. She say, do you love me? I tell her only partly. I only love my bed and my mom. I'm sorry. 50 dub. I even got it tatted on me. 81. They'll bring the crashers to the party. And you know me. Turn the 02 into the 03, dog. Without 40 Ollie, there be no me. Imagine if I never met the broskis. God's plan. Another big thank you to Nina DeLanagona of the Austin Awards basketball team for taking some time out of her spring break to uh, swing by and talk to us here on the PCAST. Uh, glad to have her on the show. But now we continue on with the biggest news of the week. Yes. The Indianapolis Colts. 
Stop. Crazy. <laughs> Stop. Quarterback Carson Wentz to the Washington Commanders for a third-round pick that can become a second-round pick, another third-rounder. Is that it? So, in so they get a 2022 second-rounder, a 2022 third-rounder, and then a 2023 third-rounder that can become the second-rounder. Right. And the Colts sent Carson Wentz and a sixth-rounder or something? Seventh. A seventh-rounder. The big part of the trade. That salary the dump. Part. The Washington Commanders have taken on every single penny of Carson Wentz's salary, and the Colts now have $70.5 million in cap space for That's free agency awful. next week. It is the biggest cap space pool in the league, and I don't know how they're going to get a quarterback. They have to get one. I mean, you know you know who they're going to get, right? So it, it's one of two people. It's either going to be Mitch Trubisky, who's probably, yeah, or Jimmy Garoppolo. I'd rather have Garoppolo than Mitch Trubisky. Garoppolo would be so bad with the Colts. The crazy thing about Garoppolo, everybody keeps well, – he went to the NFC Championship. He's been to the Super Bowl, which he's, are facts. He's got the best play caller in the, in the league, though. Carson Wentz beat him last season. True. <laughs> You're not wrong. There's, like, two quarterbacks I want to see for the Colts. There's three. Matt Ryan. <laughs> I'm telling you, it would work. Stop. It would work. Okay. It would work. You give Matt Ryan the offensive line. Yeah. You give him a run game. You give him Frank Reich's offense. You get him a receiver because you got money. Mm-hmm. He's like half of what Matthew Stafford could have been last year. He's like Matthew Stafford, but not as good. Going okay. through a team late in his career that has pieces to win. Okay. I keep seeing all this like Kirk Cousins and like all this other stuff too. Derek Carr. Derek Carr. I think is a very underappreciated quarterback. I I, I, I I've honestly said that since his rookie year because I'm like I think the Raiders started like zero and eight that year. But what I think I think Derek Carr is good, Have good quarterback. And the uh, here's the thing, the Colts could tank and get a first round no. pick and get a quarterback. Yeah, they, I mean they could, but the, they, problem, they, well, the problem with that is Jim Irsay's not going to let that happen. No, and, and you, you've got way too many assets on that team That's to what tank. I was say, like you can't tank at this point. I, see, see, what I would do is I would pick up, I mean, like they if you – waited it, too long for Russell Wilson, I think. Yeah, I, I don't think they were ever getting Russell. Um, Be quiet. I, no. Um, I mean, you're looking at, you know, really good draft capital. Um, you, I mean, next year is going to be a really good quarterback draft. I mean, you combine all those picks and trade up in the top ten next year, I think you'll be fine. Um, Who's playing quarterback this year, though? Uh, nobody cares. Mitch Trubisky. I, I – I really hope Mitch Trubisky is your starting quarterback week one for the Colts. That will make me, as a Titans fan, very happy. At that point, I want to run back. We're back, Sam Ellinger. <laughs> okay. About the same. Yeah, but he's already on the roster. Oh, yeah. We um, could have had Jacob Eason, but we traded him to Seattle. Yeah. Speaking of. Seattle? No, okay. You opened this up by saying that the Colts had the biggest – News or whatever. No, it was that that Seattle nope. and De- the biggest news. That Seattle and Denver um, trade was probably one of the biggest trades in NFL history, in in my opinion. Because I mean, you're looking at okay. break that I, okay. down. Okay, That's okay. A big statement. Um, so I mean, I'm sure a lot of y'all that are listening heard, but it's like so Seattle takes Russell Wilson, a Hall of Fame quarterback, in a fifth round draft pick, trades it to Denver for this year's number nine pick, um, a second-round pick, pick that's number 40, 
a 2023 first round pick, a 2023 second round pick, a 2023 fourth round pick, Drew Locke, who's probably going to be your backup quarterback. Um, Noah Fine, Jacob Eason. <laughs> Ooh, we'll see. Um, Jacob Eason, Drew Locke quarterback battle is going to be magnificent. Oh, it's going to be great up there in Seattle. Oh. Loser, loser gets to come to Indianapolis. <laughs> Pretty much. Um, and then Noah Fant, who's a former first round, uh, Noah Fant, the tight end, a former yeah, first round bad, pick. Bad pickup. No. Um, and then Shelby Harris, who's a, a pretty good defensive lineman. I mean, as a person, like, I've followed Seattle for, for years. I mean, um, I, I don't know who wins that, that trade. I mean, I, th- I think right away. If Den- the Broncos Den- win a Super Bowl, they win. Yeah. If the Broncos don't win a Super Bowl, people will lose their jobs. Oh, definitely. Because, I mean, you're trading your next two seasons. Because it's like, I mean, I don't know what Denver looks like salary cap-wise, but right away – they have I mean, Russell Wilson. They, they have one. Russell Wilson. They no longer have Vaughn Miller, though. That's true. I mean, th- their defense they is no still pretty good, though. They have their tight end. See, the thing with Noah Fant, though, is that, like, yes, he was a former first-round pick, what, three or four years ago or something like that? Um, but he hasn't quite played, like, a first-round tight, tight end. tight end, though. He is a good tight end. Um, we'll, we'll see if he can kind of, like, rejuvenate his career up in Seattle. But uh, I'm very interested to see what that is. Another news. Aaron Rodgers staying with the Packers. Yep, not coming to Indy, not coming to Tennessee. Just sad. Very sad. Uh, the Seahawks released Bobby Wagner too on the same day they traded Russell Wilson. They got both of them on what the same day. On the same day, and then they got rid of both of them on the exact same sad day. Sad day for Seattle fans. That yeah, it's sorry that, to my friend Anqua. He'll be very upset about that, it. Yeah, um, it's an end of an era, honestly. I mean, you know, the Legion of Boom's been gone for years, and now you got. I don't oh, care about the Legion of Boom. They just oh, stole a Super Bowl from Peyton, and I'm sad about it. Oh, oh. That was one of the greatest Super Bowls ever. Um, Anything else about the NFL? No. No, but free agency opens up next week, and I am all for it. I wish Devontae Adams hadn't got franchise tagged. I don't know how the Packers are going to be able to field a team next year. I saw something about the Colts getting Tyler Lockett. Rocket Lockett? And they said that would be a great pickup for Michael Pittman's development. I think. I I love Tyler Lockett. I I mean, he's been. Lockett, and I want Reggie Wayne hired as the wide receiver coach. Is he coaching right now? Like no, but he was apparently in the mix for the job. I, I think he would probably do a pretty good job. He's like a volunteer coach at training camp every year. Okay, so he he could do it. Let's move on to other things that make me sad, like <laughs> Major League Baseball. Well, what's, what's going on with Major League we're Baseball? St- we're still locked out. Yep. Uh, now they're all hung up on this international draft situation, which I've just given up reading. Um, they're expanding the playoffs, which is the dumbest thing i've ever heard is that official now it's been agreed to gotcha i don't know why you expand baseball playoffs you play 162 games to get down to three division winners Mm -hmm. and two wild card teams you have five teams make the playoffs from each side 10 total now we're going to give buys to people Mm -hmm. you don't need 14 teams in the playoffs no why do you play 162 games if you played 62 games fine Mm mm-hmm you play 162. That's a lot of games. Just to, I don't know. They've they've also made the bases bigger. <laughs> Why? Safety. How does that help with safety? It keeps runners from stepping on the first baseman. Oh. It keeps collision to second. It increases stealing base stealing efficiency, which Major League Baseball wants more of because we need small ball. We need to bunt the ball and hit and run and steal bases. No, hit so home runs. Yeah. It doesn't that matter how big the bases are when you hit home runs. Yeah, exactly. Um, 
Yeah. So that's another thing they agreed to. They're also going to have a pitch clock. Wasn't that a thing last year? Or is this it was like a minor league thing? Okay, the pitch clock right. was a minor league thing only. Um, so pitch clock, bigger bases, more playoff teams, which the Reds still won't make, and still no season. But hey, we're working on getting bigger bases. Hey, Rob, <laughs> or not Rob Manfred, uh, Jeff Passan, ESPN's baseball mm-hmm. analyst, probably the number one most trusted. He's the Adam Schefter of baseball okay. for those of you that aren't baseball people. Uh, had his Twitter hacked today. Oh, gosh. Real bad day for old Jeff to get <laughs> hacked on Twitter. Um, if Bob Nightingale has to break that the end of the lockout is here, I won't believe <laughs> it until Jeff Passon gets his Twitter back. If anybody other than him or Ken Rosenthal is giving mm-hmm. me news, I actually, Evan Drellich maybe, I don't believe any of the rest of them. Bob Nightingale, if Bob Nightingale could tell me that my shirt is gray, I wouldn't believe him. Okay. Another news. Last thing before we get back to Austin awesome Sports. Alex told me today that he never watched Star Wars. Um, okay, I haven't watched any of the – okay, I don't know what's cl- – like, I've watched the original ones. Like the ones made in, like, the 80s, 70s. Yeah, eight, 70s, 80s, but 90s, whatever. those three. Yeah. None however, of the ones from the 2000s. None of them that have been made in the last 10 years. So you watched the first six. Yeah, the first six, I guess. What about you haven't watched any of the new ones? No. Not a one. Why not? I'm not a big movie guy. Like – I mean, I mean, we've learned this ever since I got here. Is that like I'm not? I don't watch TV. Like if I, if it's not. What about the Mandalorian? No. It's added to the list. Don't worry. I I'm wish not saying the ending of the last Star Wars movie was great, but I feel like you probably should have seen the three of them. Okay. Well, I will put them on the list next to all of the other shows that I have not quite yet started. It's fine. Outside of Letterkenny and Archer. Let's talk about Austin P. Baseball. Let's. Baseball team has a three-game series against Eastern Kentucky Friday through Sunday, March 11th, 12th, and 13th. They're going to play at 3 o'clock, 1 o'clock, and 1 o'clock against the Colonels right here at Raymond Seaham Park. Uh, the old OVC rival and soon to be, once again, a sun rival, Eastern Kentucky Colonels at, at the hand. And then another double mid- midweek for the Govs. They're going to play Tuesday at 6 o'clock at Middle Tennessee State University. And they're going to be back home Wednesday at 6 o'clock against the Purple Aces of Evansville. Alex, you excited for another another week of baseball? I honestly am. I mean, I'm looking forward to these guys getting turn this thing around, getting back on track. Softball, Alex, you have uh, live breaking news for the softball team's game that has started today at Thursday at one o'clock. I sure do. So um, the Gubs are playing Sanford right now down at the Jacksonville State Invite, and Bailey Shorter leads off with a home run. Lead off, yard piece. Ab- See ya. Absolutely gone. That is, and it's her first home run of the season too. Her first home run of the season. Bailey Shorter pulling the old Ricky Henderson, leaving the yard to lead off the game. Are they yeah. the away team? Yes. Oh, I so. boy. I, th- I think so. We love we love leadoff home runs <laughs> in the top of the first. Mm-hmm. Back in action later tonight, 6 o'clock against Jacksonville State. Yep. Tomorrow as well? Yep. It's um, yeah noon against Sanford and then 2.30 against Jacksonville State. And then another, another midweek, a Wednesday midweek at Middle Tennessee State at mm-hmm. 5 p.m., and they start OVC play. Yeah, I, I want to say they start off against Belmont. They do that time um, of the year. So uh, just around the corner. I mean, it's it. This season's already been going by so fast. Everybody played like what twenty games almost. Yeah, they are twelve and seven right now. Almost so, just about. Wow. We're gonna get there this weekend. Yep. On the on the old links, men's golf team. They're gonna be in action at the Southern Invitational in Lake Worth, Florida, hosted by not who you would think, Loyola, Maryland, hosts the Southern <laughs> Invitational in Lake Worth, Florida. Um, not sure what course they're going to play at, but the guys are going to go down to Florida, get some nice weather. The women did it last week. They went to South mm-hmm. Carolina. I guess the men went to St. Simons Island, Georgia. No one wants to play golf in the cold. No. So go to Florida. Though. Yeah. Go to Florida. Watch out for the Gators. 
put up some birdies and uh, you know just go, just go win the thing women's golf team they went to uh, south carolina last week I, I wish i could make this trip with them they're going to go to sugarland texas to play at houston baptist husky invitational at riverbend country club it just sounds so fun doesn't it, it though like a great i mean place. It, it sugarland texas riverbend country course country course country club that's not how those words go i, I got what you meant <laughs> uh I'd like to go on this trip almost more than the South Carolina one. Yeah. And I like South Carolina, but can you imagine all the barbecue you can get in Texas? I would even go on that trip. I would learn everything I could about golf just to go on this trip. I want an IV of barbecue sauce when I go to Texas. Uh, okay. All right. All right, uh, then. Dennis, the men's match against North Alabama, which was scheduled for Saturday, has been postponed yep. due to the threat of quite cold weather. Yes, it is going to be very cold in Clarksville um, on Saturday. But so, on Friday, yep. On the, Friday, the women are playing. The women are back in action in Clarksville for the first time this season. Um, they're going to play North Alabama, a future ASUN conference opponent. Um, so yeah, you want to go? I mean, that game starts at or that match, excuse me, starts at 2 p.m. Uh, UNA's two and eleven on the season. Govs are four and zero all time since 1998 against the Lions. So you want to go in there, you know, pick up your third straight win, and uh, it's not your only chance to watch women's tennis in the next week. No, it's not. Would you like to tell us about the other yes. one? Um, so both tennis teams are going to be in action on Tuesday against McKendry. Um, that is how you say it. Okay. Just had to make sure. Um, against the Bearcats. Um, match is going to start at 1 p.m. with the women. And I want to say that's followed by the men. Um, so, yeah, that's uh, Govs. The men are going to be back in action. Hope to pick up a win against the Bearcats. And then the women uh, look to pick up what we are, what I'm going to hope is our fourth straight win. Tennis and Clarksville. Get tennis, out there. Tennis is back in Clarksville. Be, be there. Be square. Yep. And if you want to watch beach volleyball this weekend, you have more than enough opportunities. Oh, yeah. The Austin Beach Volleyball team will host the Governor's Beach Challenge at the Govs Beach Volleyball Complex Friday and Saturday. On Friday, the Governors are going to play an 8 a.m. match against Carson Newman and a 3.30 match against UT Martin, who they beat in the championship of the Ohio Valley Conference Tournament last season. On Saturday, the Govs are going to play Chattanooga at 11.30, and they will play Central Arkansas at 2.30. And then, for funsies, they're going to play again on Sunday, Jacksonville State, who's going to play in the Governor's Beach Challenge, is going to hang around, and the Govs are going to play a 10 a.m. match and a noon match against the Gamecocks, a little bit of a, a double duel action on Sunday. Okay. Just, you know, get a whole week of beach volleyball in. It's going to be a little chilly on Saturday. So, you know, br bring a little coat, chilly, I mean, it's going to be cold. Yeah. It's going to be quite cold. Uh, bring your coat. Bring your heater. Uh, build a fire. <laughs> yeah. Sit in your car and watch. Roll mm -hmm. down the windows to cheer. Uh, but be there. Yeah. Beach volleyball. The champs are back. N nothing screams beach volleyball like Clarksville, Tennessee. Of course. I'm excited to get on the sandy beaches of Clarksville, Tennessee. <laughs> Me too. I will not be taking my shoes off and wearing flip-flops, though, because it will be 14 degrees on Saturday. Okay. <laughs> Gosh. That, yeah. You should show up in, like, your swim trunks and a tank top and, like, some flip-flops <laughs> for beach volleyball. Hey, I'll be out at tennis. So, uh, I guess, sorry. I guess you can do that. Instead. Next time. Next time. Katie Etheridge, Riley Flinch, Matthew Fitzpatrick, they've got all the information you student-athletes need for community service here in the uh, Clarksville area. Uh, you guys are on spring break this week, so uh, if, you're, if you're taking some time for yourself or back at home or on vacation, we'll give you a pass. We'll give you a pass, but, you know, when you get back next week, go see that trio, and they'll hook you up with uh, Manny Cafe, Loaves and Fishes. A whole lot of ways to serve the Clarksville community, and we love to see you guys do that. Also, ESPYs, if save the dates haven't been sent, I imagine they will be soon, and mm -hmm. you should be ready for them. And if they have already been sent, you should be saving that date right yep. now. Save it. 
Yep. Put it on the fridge. That's for the student athletes. Save that <coughs> date. In the meantime, Alex. Yeah. Are you ready? I. How can people follow us on uh, the web and social media? Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Let's Go P, and then follow us on Facebook at Austin P Governors. And um, you nailed and that. Thank you. I you nailed that. I mean, that's, thank you. That's the one A. That is your best performance in, thank in that area. Thank you. And uh, you know, visit Let's Go P dot com for everything you can need. Um, shout out to Eric, Robin, Carter. You know, all these sporting events going on, they've definitely been staying busy. So you did so good. Check. You're taking my lines now. Let's go P.com oh, for sorry. dates, news, stories, and information. Cody Bush, Nathan Kalkowski, <laughs> Alex Allard, myself, and Chris Austin. We've got all the information you need about everything Austin P. Sports. But we can only get you the information of the game mm-hmm. and when the game and how the game and maybe why the game. Yes. You know who can get you in the game. Who is that? Johnny Mitchell. He's our ticket guru. And he's got all the information you can use to get in the game. Baseball tickets are on sale. Softball tickets are on sale for the first time in program history. We want to see you at Joe Maynard Field at Raymond Seaham Park and Cheryl Holtfield at Kathy Maynard Park. So go online or call Johnny for all those tickets. We got, for baseball, we got general admission. We got reserve seats. We got suites. We got the suites. We pull them over from football. And they're nice. They're there. You want to get in on the party over there? That's where you want to be. Softball, you got general admission and reserve seating. They're at Kathy Maynard Park. We want to see you. So get online, buy those tickets. If you don't want to do that, Give, give Johnny a call. Mm-hmm. He'll answer on the second ring. He sure He'll will. He'll sell you those tickets. In the meantime, after you call Johnny and buy tickets, find us on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Spotify, or directly on the website at letsgop.com backslash podcast. Give us a rating and review on the podcast. Alex, what would you like them to rate us? All five. Give us all five stars. We would prefer all five of the stars as preferred to less of the stars. Yes. Yes. Uh, would you like to suggest a guest or let us know of a local or on-campus event we should shout out? Tell us who you think should be the next quarterback of the Indianapolis Colts. Tweet us. I'm C underscore Craig 19. He's Alex Allard underscore APSU. Shout out Jason McDonald. Shout out Bud Jenkins. Shout out to everyone that's going to brave the cold and come out and support the Govs this weekend. We'll see you there, and I'll talk to you next week. So long, everybody. Open up a big old can of good times. Unwind, falling and out of love in the same night. bills and bras, license plates from every state nailed up to the wall, spring breakers, heartbreakers already getting loud, Calabangas on the big screen, don't it make you proud, sitting here at the Florida Bama Bucket.